Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. With me in the studio is my very funny employee. I don't know if I'd say funny. <laughs> like, is that haha funny or like, uh, this guy's weird funny? We do have a lot of different brands of funny here. Anyway. <laughs> You're still not saying. <laughs> okay. You see how clever yeah, I am Yeah, there? that's very nice. Very so, nice. welcome to the show, Khalif Steele. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> now that doesn't sound genuine. <laughs> oh, I'm just glad that I can be funny here. Maybe, maybe you're thinking that my compliment didn't sound genuine. Maybe. We maybe. would not have a good end of year spectacular spectacular if you did not work here. That's a good point. Yes. I think that it would, I would be okay. Okay. But and, not... you, and you know, my son Sawyer is like really in love with you. Yes. He's the best. <laughs> I love his, uh, his chocolate cookies and his yes. cake, everything that he makes for us. I'm so sorry that I've uh, birthed uh, another entrepreneur <laughs> and that they come in and try and sell my employees. No, things. it's the best. Keep it doing is. that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> they are pretty good. Yeah. He does awesome. have a knack. They're well, awesome. you have a knack. You have a knack for one of many things. Khalif Steele is an amazing and award-winning designer here at Little Bird Marketing. He loves branding projects. I try and sell some of those. Thank you. Thank you. Just got to slip that in there. I know. I I do. But we are so production-oriented when you think about the quantity of of projects that go out of this place. It's 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 actually mm-hmm. quite unreal. We're incredibly organized, which is very different for creatives. You yes, are that absolutely. unique, organized, and yet incredibly creative creative. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely two different sides of the brain kind of working together. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and two different sides of the brain and sometimes different um, earbuds going in. <laughs> so I wonder sometimes if, if you have your left earbud in, or is your right side of your brain? I don't know what's Sometimes going on. I have two different tracks of music playing and they just kind of you work together. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I wouldn't be so surprised, though. I, and whatever system it is you're using, I'm, I'm trying not to bother it. So mm-hmm. the output is ter- terrific. Appreciate that. Um, so a lot of quality, which is interesting because a lot of times, as soon as we get quantity going out the door, we get quality that suffers. But we mm-hmm. have found the most amazing balance here. Yeah, yeah. So we have a good team. Yeah, we do. And you sometimes uh, pitch in and help a little bit on web, uh, which is interesting that I have a creative that can do <laughs> web, um, who can stay organized, um, and who can uh, be on the annual talent show. <laughs> uh, yeah, jack of all trades. Yes, Maybe yes. a queen of all trades. I, I, I think jack is kind of low. But oh, I don't know. yeah, but I wouldn't call you a queen, queen, so I'll go with king. king. Okay. Let's go with king well, of all trades. Right. I like right. that. I like yeah. that. Well, here's one more thing that Khalif does. He actually is the resident expert on Google AdWords. Can you believe it? He knows one more thing. So <laughs> at this point, you've pretty much assumed that if you're opening a business, you're going to have a website. I mean, we you know we have a logo. We have some pretty, some pretty basics there. But as soon as we say that someone's going to have a website, the problem is that there's over 340 million registered domains. And... 400 billion internet users, and 5 billion Google searches every day. Really? (laughs) Yes, it just gets crazy and crazy. So people ask us all the time, well, how do I get my website, uh, you know, seen? And I always like to start with, um, interestingly enough, a baseball analogy, which is funny because I'm not a baseball fan. (laughs) But I like to kind of harken back to the movie Field of Dreams and say, you know, that whole thing where, you know, if you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. Totally Mm -hmm. not true with websites. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I remember one time I talked about that and it was in my slide deck and Mm -hmm. I actually said it, but I was in London. Mm. So first I had to explain baseball. Goodness. <laughs> but it was Kevin Costner, so okay. I think it, tra- right. it, it translated. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but we could really have a whole different conversation about SEO and organic traffic and how you actually earn people coming to your traffic. But today we're going to deep dive into 
driving your traffic to your site through Google Ads. And, it, you know, if you, if you are trying to do this on your own, then you're going to learn a couple of tips. But we've gotten in several questions uh, from the podcast. And if you have questions for this podcast, please send them to info at littlebirdmarketing.com. And we will address them in podcasts. And, you know, I'm good about just grabbing somebody from the creative pit and making them come into the podcast <laughs> room with me. So Google AdWords are just really a piece of your marketing toolkit. One more thing you can, one more arrow to pull out of your quiver. And it's not for everybody, but... But if it is for you, it's pretty clear that it's for you. But it needs to be used correctly. And here's what's funny. Uh, Google AdWords are free to use. However, <laughs> just like opening a Facebook account, mm-hmm. right? But doing it right is what matters. So if it can be used correctly, if you're really clear about what you need for your business, here's the truth that I'm going to share with you. And then I'm going to grill Mr. Khalif Steele oh on questions that came in. Are you, are you ready? I think so. I okay. am ready. I'm definitely ready. <laughs> okay. The stats show right now that Google AdWords are converting 50% better than organic traffic. So that is to say that if someone clicked through from a Google Ad campaign on their search mm-hmm. and they arrived at your site, they are 50% more likely to convert, meaning become a customer, meaning buy, raise right. their hand. Yes. whatever it is for your, what whatever signifies conversion for you. And that's interesting because that's performing better than organic, but they're both getting to the same place. But I think what it does show is intent. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about what, what does it all mean? Um, but let's just start with the questions. All right. So I'm going to grow this. you. Do you. Do you feel the pressure? Here we go. Okay. I lots of pre- it might just be the room. It's a little hot in here. It is, always gets hot in here. <laughs> wait, till, wait till we're at the end, Khalid. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're in, you're in an enclosed yeah, podcast room with padded walls with your help, boss. Help, please, if you get this message. <laughs> I'm trapped in a podcast room. <laughs> okay, the first thing people ask me is, why should I even be doing Google Ads? What's what's the benefit here? And specifically, can you answer, what is the benefit over what people typically are doing at the beginning, which is social media channel ads? Yeah, yeah, so... Facebook, specifically when we talk about social media ads, Facebook is really going to be your moneymaker. You can go into Twitter. You can go into Snapchat. Facebook is where it's at. And Facebook is great about targeting individuals' lifestyles, um, even after they took away some of the targeting specs that you could use uh, in the name of privacy. Mm -hmm. But ads on... Thank thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, thank you (laughs) if you hear this message. Uh, Ads on other social media platforms are similar, like I said. Google ads are great because you can target the keywords and websites that users are interested in. So if your goals are more for brand awareness or building a following, choose Facebook. Uh, But if you're ready to really turn that following, all those people who are coming to your site, into paying customers, Google ads is the prime choice. Okay, so that's the differentiation there. And I'm, we, we'd like to say, too, a lot of the questions we got were more about uh, B2C, mm-hmm. uh, direct-to-consumer. And so we're talking a little bit about Facebook, which is pretty typical. Mm-hmm. But if, if the, for our clients that um, are B2B, you could replace Facebook with LinkedIn. Yes, that's pretty absolutely. much those, those are comparable. Um, yeah, so just, just to kind of clarify for our audience. So yeah. the second thing that um, I get asked all the time, and we've written so many blogs about mm-hmm. it, so we can reference mm-hmm. them, but I get asked, what is the difference between search and display ads? And once you kind of tell me what the difference is, when do we suggest one over the other? How do they really work? Yeah. What, it, what What's the real juice behind each one? Yeah, search ads are the ones you might typically think of when you think of Google ads. So when you search on Google, 
Uh, they are the the sponsored results that will appear at the at the top of the page or at the bottom or on the next page. Uh, and they'll only show if a customer inputs a particular word or phrase, a particular keyword that you define. Right. So I want to find pizza. I'm going to really type in pizza. Exactly. Display ads, on the other hand, often use static or animated graphics to show your ad. So these will show up on websites that your customer might visit, banner ads, uh, Google display ads are actually seen by 90% of internet users. This is so crazy because I get, you know, I get display ad to death. All the time. I know. And it, what, what's so funny, I'm going to have you tell a little bit about how you can, uh, how you're going to retarget people mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how creepy it is that, um, you know, I'll go on vacation and I've been looking for a bathing suit. And every time I go then to someone else's website, it's like, here's that bathing suit mm-hmm, you were looking for. Mm-hmm. But then I come back from vacation, I'm all done. And it's still trying to retarget Please, me. Please, buy this. No, Please. It, it does fade out. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so t- tell a little bit more about display ads. Yeah, so they can actually show up in apps or directly into uh, Gmail, into uh, users' inboxes. So it's not – a lot of people think that it's just the graphics, the banner ads, but they can also take a couple different forms. Right. So sometimes when I download those free apps, those little games that I want to mm-hmm. play while I'm waiting for the plane, mm-hmm. and I get the little Google, right the Google ad, mm-hmm. display ad right at the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Right. Or if you're on Gmail, like on your desktop or something, mm-hmm. um, they will sneakily have a little email in there like, hey, buy that swimsuit that you are talking about earlier. <laughs> you know um, they get me with shoes all the time, just <laughs> FYI. Google, if you're listening. <laughs> Please. Yeah, so when uh, when you're using display ads, you have several different targeting targeting options. Remember, with uh, with search ads, you are targeting by the keyword, but with display ads, you can actually target by geographic area. So any website that is accessed in the Austin, Texas metro, mm-hmm. uh, or you could do it by category. So blogs um, blogs about parenting okay. or something. Yeah, giving a, giving you like more of a group you know, group view, you can target it, but in these nice kind of functional groups that make sense for your campaign. Exactly, exactly. Okay. The best thing about display ads is that they get a lot of impressions as they show to anybody who is really on the website. Yeah, and that impression is an interesting number because we do talk with clients at the beginning, what is the goal? Mm-hmm. The goal sometimes is, you know, is conversions, mm-hmm. you know, buying something, but that's not always the goal of a Google ad yeah, campaign exactly. that people and us. Sometimes they are just really wanting to do a branding campaign mm-hmm. and really, you know, want to drive that impression number up without paying for the clicks. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> they just really want awareness out there. Yeah, which is yeah. Really cool. Which is an it, it is an interesting trick because you can set maybe even your cost per click really low so you never really get a cost mm-hmm, per click, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but but they want you to spend it. Google wants you to spend their money, so they're going to keep showing your ad in order to try and get those clicks, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a hack. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, you can, you can watch it and see how it goes and play around with it. So, okay, so how, tell us a good way to remember the difference between search and display. Search ads work by using a pull effect, and display ads work by using a push effect. So um, to kind of explain what that means, generally speaking, when people are searching online, uh, a relevant ad will show based on keywords, okay. right? All right. So that's your, that's your search ads. Uh, so for example, if I were to type uh, like running shoes into my search bar, the search engine scours the entire internet and it's looking <laughs> for organic, non-paid um, organic or like non-paid results for me to review. Right. So maybe the company who has running shoes has blogged about running shoes or has listed right. running shoes as one of their specialties or they've actually written about this enough to where Google re- understands and recognizes this is a good site 
for people who are looking for running shoes. Right, okay. right. Yeah, that site who has spent all their hard-earned money mm-hmm. publishing these <laughs> blogs, doing this keyword research, all of this stuff, they are about to be trumped by the search Uh-oh. ad. Okay? Okay. So there's another company, a rival mm-hmm. shoe company, who's like, oh, these people are searching for um, these specific types of shoes. Let's put our search ad right above their listing. Mm-hmm. And so now I, I see that ad, and so I'm going to click on it. They have some great shoes, okay? So some, like, neon green with the pink laces, some real loud tennis. Well, you are a okay? shoe guy, so yeah. this is interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm into this. You know, okay. high fashion type stuff. Yes, talking. you are. You do. We're going to have to put a couple pictures of your shoes yeah, I like that. on this podcast and on the links. Okay, we'll do <sighs> it. But, you know, I, I go to the site. I click through, and I love these shoes, but, you know, I end up not buying any. I'm like, oh, I got to go run my 5K. got to run my marathon, practice mm-hmm. marathon, all that stuff. Um, later that evening, after I cramped up and had to crawl home, <laughs> this is quite quite visual. I know go that. Ahead. Hey, I'm a creative. I'm a okay, creative. I know. Go for it. I'm just on a generic blog that's all about how to prevent cramping while running, uh, and bam, there's this ad for these shoes that mm-hmm. I wanted. Mm-hmm. So the search ads pulled us in to their site, and the display ads pushed out to where we were. Okay. So that's kind of where you can see it. I really love the article we wrote uh, quite a while back, actually mm-hmm. about push-ups versus Mm (laughs) pull-ups. And it was interesting because it was kind of likened the search ads and the display ads to that push-pull effect. But the funny thing is that you, if you were trying to get your arms in shape, you wouldn't just do push-ups. Right. Because you're only really working one side of your arms. Exactly. Right? So exactly. In, the, in, the, um, in the vein of don't skip leg day, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's say maybe you want to consider, are, is your workout balanced? Is your Google AdWords balanced? You right. know, so you need some push, you need some pull. And in general, that, that's kind of the thing at least we need to help people think through before they enter into a campaign. And as for when it's best to use one or the other, like we talked about, mm-hmm. it really depends on your goals. So if you have that visual product that you want to get in front of eyeballs, or if you have a large campaign that needs a, just a lot of traffic, mm-hmm. then display ads is great. But mm-hmm. if you really uh, have a specific product or a really time-sensitive, urgent service, or you're wanting to rank uh, against your competition and win that war, then search ads are great. Exactly. So, okay, we have really demystified that. Um, so tell me one other thing we talked to people about, about one interesting little unique fact about search ads. Fun fact. Fun fact. Okay, search <laughs> ads actually perform better with smaller budgets. That is, okay, you heard it here. So, shh. It's a secret. Okay, so then the next thing, as soon as people are like, okay, why should I be doing this, Priscilla, and what the heck are we doing? Usually the next question they ask me is, how much should I spend? And so let's talk a little bit about that. You and I have been in countless meetings with people really trying to help come at a number. Um, So what are some of the thoughts that you have? Yeah, it, it all depends on your average customer value and how your ads are performing. So this is a little business speaky, uh, mm-hmm. another creative uh, benefit that mm-hmm. I get I to know, do. I know, right? <laughs> um, so, you, have you noticed here that uh, Little Bird Marketing employees wear a lot of hats? We So many hats. Yes. So that's why my hair is so big, oh, so I can fit different so hats can, on there. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, Thanks for good. growing it out for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, it all depends on your average customer value and how your ads are performing. Right. Typically, we suggest a large budget, a large-ish budget to start. Um, mm-hmm. Ideally, a budget of around five hundred to a thousand dollars is adequate to really prove whether Google Ads is going to work. Right. 
Um, but we've seen successful ad campaigns go for as low as 150 a month. Yeah. And so I want to be really clear about this. While we've gone in and, and, and managed, you know, accounts that have 30, 35,000 a month, mm-hmm. we have several of them that are around the 10,000 a month uh, range, it, you know, it's not... <laughs> What we're trying to talk about is like when you get started, how can you spend a small amount of money in order to experiment? How can Mm -hmm. we set a benchmark? And so if we if you spend the 500 or a thousand and these are the results, should we double down on that? Should we triple? Should we 500 times down on that? I mean, it just depends upon where we're going with it. But there is an element of experiment at the beginning that that we recommend all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people don't want to hear that. It's like, oh, your agency should know exactly how much you should spend. Well, that's okay. Well, we we checked our ego at the door. We Mm -hmm. don't. I tell you what we can do, though. We can actually set up a great campaign and check the numbers. Right. And then we can regroup. So I love that. So a couple of other thoughts about, you know, like kind of how would we measure that and, um, you know, what, what a company should look for. Okay, that's fine. I got my benchmarks. But what should I be expecting in return? Yeah, yeah. Another another little secret. Mm-hmm. Businesses on average are actually earning double their ad spend. Okay. okay? So if you are losing. <laughs> if you are losing money. If you are paying to play. That is probably not a good investment. You need to take your ball and go home. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, yeah. It, like what you were saying earlier, it all comes down to what you're putting in and what you're getting out. Mm-hmm. So, for example, say you're spending uh, 500 a month on ads. Your average customer brings in $500. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your ads are converting at a rate that'll bring you four new customers a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, you're going to want to increase your budget. It's yeah. free money. Yeah. It's you want to keep, keep making this exchange? Sure. I'll right. make that transaction yeah. every time. You, you want to keep increasing your money until right. you find that limit, until you tap mm-hmm. out. And that's why it's so important to really keep an eye on your ads, to mm-hmm. keep monitoring it. And that's one of the things that uh, we do really well here. We always, um, we're really good about keeping up on our ads and doing all that stuff. Okay, wait, now, we, you said we, and I totally appreciate that. Oh, I'm that, sorry, But yes. you do it. <laughs> well, yes, me, so, myself, yes. and, yeah, yeah and so, our team. Yeah, and, and Kaylee does help Kaylee you, does but um, every Thursday, uh, Khalif looks at the numbers and can make fine-tuned adjustments. Obviously, we can't be in it every day, and we can't do that with the volume of clients that we mm-hmm. have. But every Thursday, even at the volume that we're doing, every Thursday, you're in there checking each ad campaign tweaking it, maybe doing an A-B test, maybe try a different photo, maybe mm-hmm. try a different piece of copy. Um, I know that you go in a lot of times and see what keywords are not performing and, and get rid of some so mm-hmm. that we're not wasting our budget. We see what, what particular things are working. Or you work with a client, like, for example, who's targeting, maybe geo-targeting a different area this next week mm-hmm. or, you know, next month, saying, well, they're really trying to push their product. They have salespeople on hitting the pavement in this particular area. Let's kind of go before them and clean up after them. Mm-hmm. And so you're changing sometimes geo-targeting and things like that. Right. So the point is, is that at this level, Khalif is changing them and, and or not necessarily changing them, sometimes just spot checking mm-hmm. um, them to make sure everything is progressing as you thought. And we give our clients the numbers every Thursday. But then before then we get our big monthly report, then we get a big quarter mm-hmm. like we just had. We just came out of a quarterly wrap-up meeting with great. a client. It, it was, was. It was super cool. And more than anything, it's satisfying mm-hmm. because I look at the work that you and Ashley did on that account for the last... Uh, quarter, uh, just looking at the success rate there, and he knows, he knows exactly, he's looking at his numbers. I know exactly what this translates. Mm-hmm. So can I bring up one interesting little thing yeah. that we weren't, we didn't say that we were going to talk about? <laughs> sure. But in that meeting, we, we had call-only ads mm-hmm. also in his mix. So there's some other things that we can do in Google AdWords 
for mobile to really give them a number, and he was able to track those dials. How long were those people on the phone mm-hmm. with his reps? And that was a very area powerful codes. number. And area codes, yeah. where are they coming from? Yeah, because he's looking at, well, where do I expand? What's the next logical place? Should I go toward this state? Should I go toward that? Should I go left, right? Mm-hmm. You know, should I go north, south? And this is info coming back to him through Google AdWords. So it's kind of like reconnaissance. I mean, you're doing kind of research on your own on your own visitors. Yeah, and it's research that's making you money. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah. Research that's giving back. I mm-hmm. love it. Okay, so um, let's talk about one of my favorite things that people don't ask me, but I like <laughs> to offer, which is, so what are the common mistakes you see? And um, specifically because a lot of times people come to us and they have already set up their Google ads, mm-hmm. and then they're like, they don't work. We're like, okay, can we see what <laughs> yeah, you set let's up? Just take a, let's <laughs> take a peek. Can we take a look? And um, so you actually do that work. So you tell me what is it that you see is wrong all the time? The most, the, the absolute most common mistake that I, I always see, it comes in all the time, people are not critically analyzing results and their mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we talk here about being um, critical thinkers mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and learning from this because we did mention that Google AdWords sometimes can have an experimental element to mm-hmm. it. So tell me a little bit more about that, learning from mistakes and lear- learning from results. Yeah, so people will see their results. They'll be like, oh, man, I put $30 into this ad and it got 15 impressions, like 15 people saw my ad. And they'll be like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say uh, a similar thing with clicks. They'll see the clicks and the impressions and the conversions and they will be happy with that. And they just mm-hmm. won't change anything mm-hmm. from month to month or from mm-hmm. quarter to quarter or from week to mm-hmm. week. You really have to take a critical look at which keywords are bringing in conversions mm-hmm. and whether those conversions are actually worth your money. <laughs> for, okay. Yeah. Okay. That okay. That brings up a million questions. I'm going to let you keep going, though. Yeah. So, uh, for example, you might have a keyword that has 10,000 impressions with 50 clicks and three conversions. Okay. Okay. That's impressive, right? Sounds good. 10, three conversions. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, a different keyword might have uh, 100 impressions with 20 clicks and two conversions. So even though the second keyword has less impressions, it's much more valuable than the one that has more. Right. So comparing your results against your original goal. Exactly. Okay. I love that. So obviously the other big piece of it is that people we find all the time, people are not even checking in and monitoring their results. And so sometimes when they do come to us, they come in and they couldn't even tell. They have to Mm -hmm. just give us the login. They haven't even looked at it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's get down to dirty. Let me um, ask you. I did ask you to come in and say, give me five steps. Here are some action items. Yes, five steps. Okay, if I were to go put this in order, how do I set up measurable and repeatable Google Ads? So give, right. me, give me your one through five. Step one. Okay. You have to set goals. Bam. Okay. <laughs> step two. You have to create the ads. Create the ads. Yeah, that's okay. The next so, step. any thoughts on that? Like, uh, you know, you know, interesting graphics or things, you know, that you find work even better. Yeah, there are a lot of, especially with display ads, anything that is on brand and mm-hmm. that is exciting is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with search ads, you always want to make make sure that it is um, there. Are ad, there are things that your customer would actually be searching for, okay. um, not just what you think that they would be searching for, but what they're actually searching for. Right. So you can go into Google Analytics and mm-hmm. pull in like where these people came from, what things mm-hmm. they're searching to find your site, right. that sort of thing. And just make sure that then the ads, the graphic ads or wording that you create matches that. Right, exactly. Okay. I like what you're saying. Okay, number three. Number three, check in regularly. Have we said that enough? I think that we've said that a <laughs> couple know. times on here. I you might know. have to rewind it back. I'm not sure. Someone check I'm going to go rewind it on my cassette player. And get <laughs> What's my walkman that? Out. Get my walkman out. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Step four, you have yeah. to evaluate the results. You have to check back in. After you check in, you have to look at the things that you reported on and really critically think and make a um, make an action plan based off right. of those things. One of the things that we like about that is getting, after you've checked in and gotten the report, that fourth step, the evaluate results, we find it really helpful to bring several people in the room. Mm-hmm. So evaluate it seems because you might think, oh, that's impressive. And I go, well, it's impressive, but, you know, how? Don't you think we could maximize that? You know, it's getting another perspective in the mm-hmm. room, I think, is really helpful. Yeah, and that, that actually goes into the, the fifth step, which mm-hmm. is repeat. Just do it all over again. Do At the start of the month, again. we have a, uh, we have a, actually, towards the end of, end of the month, we have a, uh, ad strategy meeting with mm-hmm. several people in, on the team, and that we all manage different accounts, mm-hmm. and from there, we can kind of look and see, oh, this is how, how well we did over here. And then one person who's not even working on the account might suggest something. Right. And so it's, it's really good to have a variety of people in the room with you. Right. Okay. And I love that you put repeat five as number five because what happens is a lot of times people will do this. Number one, create ads. Number two, repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> don't just keep making them. Okay. You got to do all the other steps. <laughs> you got to do the other steps. So number one is set goals. Number two, create the ads. Number three, check in regularly. Number four, evaluate the results. Number five, Repeat. Repeat. Yep. <laughs> and I'll say it again. Repeat. Number one. <laughs> so, Khalif, thank you so much for taking the time and talking with our yeah. clients about the hard-hitting questions that they ask me all the time. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> okay. Um, any any sneak peek at what you might be doing for this year's end-of-year spectacular spectacular? I, uh, a, a truly talented artist does not reveal <gasps> his secrets. Oh, my god. However, I, I will say that there could be some solo action. Mm. Uh, if you like the ukulele, mm, I'm just going to tell you to... Be ready. Oh, be ready. Be okay. Ready. Well, I'll tune my auto harp, or yes. more um, truthfully, I will ask Layton to retune <laughs> my auto harp <laughs> yeah. so that I will be ready. That's good. That's <laughs> okay, good. Okay, awesome. So this has been an amazing conversation with Khalif Steele about Google AdWords, but from all of the peeps at Little Bird Marketing, thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.